Slappy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to App Slappy, episode 139. What? There's a show? There's an episode? Well, something like that anyway. Uh, Scott Johnson here, and it is App Slappy 139, and we've not done a show since January 19th. Why? Well, I told you in the last little mini episode why, what's going on. We're kind of restructuring, figuring stuff out. But it started to weigh on me that while that happens, and while we figure out how we're going to manage this, uh, that we're just letting the feed sort of languish and be there. So I thought, why not pipe in with the occasional something-something? By that, I mean review or, you know, big news or goings-on in the app world or with iOS or with Apple announcements or whatever. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, treat the feed like an opportunity to do what we used to do, but in smaller chunks for now until we figure out what the ultimate long uh, form of this show is going to be. So without further ado, welcome to the episode. I want to talk to you guys about Pixel People. All right, so this isn't new. A lot of you might already be playing this. It is uh, a game for, you know what? I assume it's for the phone as well. I never bothered to look. It's got to be, right? I know it's on the iPad, though. Uh, Pixel People, which is a another in a unending sea of iOS apps that are city-building games where you uh, manage your city, uh, build roads, build stuff, build buildings, help people, and speed all that up with stuff you can buy for real money. Nothing new, right? We've been talking to you about these things since, uh, geez, the early days of the App Store. And um, they vary in quality. There's others out there where you manage. Uh, I mean, really, in the end, at the end of all this, they're all kind of Farmville ripoffs. And I've talked on the show before how I'm kind of tired of this particular genre and wish somebody would make a proper city-building game. I know SimCity's out there for the iPad, and it's okay. It's a little pricey. But uh, that it's all right. I hear the the performance on it's a little a little poopy, but that it's okay. And I and I kind of long for a return to that where you're just making stuff and you're managing stuff and you're thinking about planning ahead with roads and facilities and utilities and how are you going to make it so you can expand to a new region or whatever. And you got to do it the hard way, not the buy yourself out of it way. And the mechanic of waiting for something to be done kind of didn't exist back in the day. I mean, sometimes the effect of what you would do would take time. Uh, so, for example, if the if you were aiming to, oh, geez, I don't know, uh, wipe out crime in your city, you would establish police departments and they would patrol the city and eventually they'd wipe crime out if you did your job right. And... That took a little time maybe to to happen, but the actual, you know, placing of the building and the cops going out and doing their thing was kind of immediate. You plop down a building, boom, you were in. Now witness the organic results of your grand civic choice of putting police on the on the on the on the beat, right? That kind of has gone away in light of microtransactions and freemium games that let you buy your way to a better life. (laughs) And I don't like those very much. So I think I made my point about that, but I was happy to, or I am happy to report that while not a perfect experience, pixel people at least gets a little closer to what I like about these games. There's nothing deep going on here. 
in terms of city management. It's more about the aesthetic and the simplicity of it and kind of repetition. Um, and all these games kind of share this, but let me try to give you the, the brief of it for those who don't know what the game is. And again, this I'm a little late with this one, but I wanted to make sure to cover it. You guys may, um, you may already be in deep. But uh, the aesthetic is another you know 8-bit game. Pixel People might be a giveaway. Everything's kind of pixelated. Looks like it was made for the NES or perhaps Super NES era of gaming. Uh, very charming. Music's great. Lots of, uh, oh, I don't know, musical nods to, to those days as well, chip tunes and stuff. And um, the way this game works is you bring in clones, and they're like these people in these white clothes that just kind of teleport in, and then your job is to splice them into some functioning member of society. And they're all very goofy, these these jobs that you give them, but it is in the end all about the jobs you give them. But let's say I splice, oh, I don't know. I can't remember what the, the actual combinations are, but let's say you splice a a mare with a gardener that will yield uh, I forget, a farmer maybe or, or whatever. So now a farmer has come from that splicing. And then by doing that, you've unlocked a building, which is the farm. You plop that building down, it builds it. That's when the kind of traditional iPad wait too long or pay for it now thing kicks in. So you got to wait for that to happen. Also, the splicing takes a little bit of time. So it definitely has those tropes. But once you kind of let it do its thing and not get wrapped up in that. Uh, putting the building down is fun because you get to kind of pick where you want to put stuff. You can decide what decor to put around it. Those decor items uh, sometimes yield bonuses, like uh, they, they yield gold over time uh, and so on. When the building's finished, you got to power it. When you power it and you do that by just clicking on it, um, this is true of all your buildings, then they can continue to generate revenue for you uh, while you're away. And I'm doing that right now on mine. Um, I'm going to give you a taste of what the game sounds like. Here's just a, a piece of it. This is just me playing. A little main menu business here. So you get the idea. Uh, it's got a great soundtrack, great tunes, although that song goes on forever and never kind of leaves. Um, gets kind of annoying after a while. At any rate... Uh, it's uh, fun to go check it and see what's going on. You also can uh, encourage love. So you'll have an apartment or a building where people live. And in that building, uh, you might have a couple of people living there. A little heart will appear over their, over their apartment or their home. You click on that heart, it expands, and it makes a little noise. And then you've populated a heart spot. Which I think there's 10 or 12 of them uh, each time you go through the cycle. And as each, each time a new heart appears, you click it. And you hold it, and it grows larger, and then the next time it's larger, and eventually you fill that whole thing in, and that unlocks some sort of bonus, like cash. Sometimes you just get 10,000 gold for no reason, or coins, whatever they are. Or you'll get uh, a cat or a dog or some other pet or a rare item or something. Um, and that happens uh, pretty frequently, and it's kind of a... Again, these are, these are very kind of instinctual, addictive moves, like just click a thing, Something happens. Click another thing. Something happens. There is some satisfaction in that. There's some game theory in that, and they've got that down pretty good. Uh, so it's it's kind of perfect for that kind of let me get in here for five minutes and do what I got to do and then get out kind of gameplay. Uh, I have yet to be uh, or, or feel compelled to spend any money, real money, that is, um, playing it very casually. I think you can do that and still enjoy it. Uh one of my biggest hangups and problems is the game is not very uh, intuitive about the splicing. 
you just kind of guess. And after you've done your initial bunch, you kind of get stuck in this loop of just trying all the combinations. You have these two columns. It's like, all right, well, what happens if I stick a farmer with a policeman? Well, nothing. Okay, well, what if I put a guy with this other guy? Oh, I already made that guy, so I can't do that. All right, what if I put this one with this one? Oh, finally, I found a thing, and it took me you know, 20 tries to get there. I don't like the randomness of that. And yes, you can go online, and yes, you can find a complete genetic chart of all the splices. I am not interested in playing this game that way, so uh, count me out on that business. That's not fun. But, uh, you know, it, that part is a little arduous and painful. The love thing gets a little old after a while if you've been playing it a bunch, although if you haven't been in a while and you go check it, it's not that big of a deal. I think they could maybe speed that up. That's the trick there. Because really, you're just holding this button, a little 8-bit heart grows out to its borders, and then bloop, you got it. If that just happened a little quicker, I think I wouldn't mind it so much. Um, it's got a great sense of humor, a fantastic sense of style. And if you got to play one of these things... And I know Tapped Out still has a lot of people playing it. There's a bunch of other games that do okay. This, to me, is is the only one I really give a poop about. And I think most of it, if I'm honest, is the aesthetic, is the look and the feel. That makes a big difference in video games for me generally. It's very polished, very easy to use, never locks up, just get in, get out. Don't have to wait for some third-party service. Don't have to wait for a billion downloads or updates. Uh, just works. So I'm going to recommend Pixel People. I think people will like it. I know I do. Uh, that's Pixel People, available on the iPad, and I think the iPhone. I should have checked while we were talking, uh, but I forgot. Anyway, it's good stuff, so do check that out. All right, I am excited also about a sequel. You might remember, eh, this has to have been a year or more ago, there was an iPad game I got really attached to. It was, uh, I want to say it was right around the time that Retina Screens came out, and that was already out. And I was really happy when they got a retina update. Anyway, it's King Kashing. Remember that? It's like, a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what are those called? My brain just went dead. Like a slot machine in Vegas. And an RPG mixed, which sounds crazy and ridiculous, but it worked. And uh, fell in love with it, just thought it was awesome. And I played the tar out of it and thought it was great. It's interesting, though. They, that original one, they, they definitely went for, this is a machine. Like, look at the... The, the look and feel of all this, there's there's a LED light looking logo up top. Everything looks like it's supposed to be in some cheese ball mesquite mes- uh, casino. Mosquino, I almost said. It's the locals call it. <laughs> I was just in mes- mesquite. Anyway, uh, and, and, and they succeeded pretty well in the first game at uh, uh, achieving that, that look. The sounds were great and all that. Uh, the sequel has decided to go in a very different direction visually. Um, it's a comic book, basically. And as the story goes along, you have these different fights. In a zombie apocalypse, uh, you play the role as this this king who's like this zombified king now. And they've kept some of the aesthetic of, hey, you're in a casino and these things look like casino stuff. But for the most part, they've gone kind of this like comic book art direction. And I'm okay with it. I don't know that I prefer it or have any real issues with it or I, I'm kind of indifferent about it because the gameplay is really awesome and they've upped their game in that regard. Um, here's, here's a game where I could easily see them doing boosters and stuff for, for microtransaction money. And I'm so glad they didn't. You just pay a buck 99 and you freaking play it and it's addicting and it's fun and it's uh, satisfying. And it sounds like this. Killing stuff 
Get the idea, and as always, out in front of you, you've got three buttons, so you can stop. Uh, you can stop the the uh, the wheels one by one of the three columns, or you can do it all at once with the big stop button. The gameplay is identical, except they've introduced a whole bunch of new stuff, and the kind of loot you get translates directly to the kind of things that happen on screen, as well as bonuses to those things. It's a lot more well thought out, a lot deeper experience overall. And if you can get past the 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 new art style and its direction artistically and visually if you can get past that uh, if it's a problem with you like you said it's not a problem with me i'm okay with it i mean part of me longs for the kind of let's try to make this seem like a real machine somewhere it's that that was kind of cool this just is more like a video game but um if, uh, if 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 that's not a problem for you then this is just such a no-brainer even if that is a problem for you i think the gameplay wins over uh, wins in the end and it's easy to lose a couple of hours just plugging away at it. And it's hard in parts and easier in others. And, and it's very rewarding because you'll get an item that just would not... You, you'd be banging your head against a boss for three or four tries. And finally, you're like, all right, let me go back one see if I can just get some gold. And that particular fight yields a drop, a random drop that gives you plus something to something. You go back into that boss fight and you beat him by the hair of your teeth. And it's very, the hair of your teeth. It's the skin of your teeth, right? It's the hair, hair of your chin, hair of the dog. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but that can be incredibly satisfying and very fun. So I'm going to recommend it uh, very highly. This is um, one of my favorite releases of the year, and I was already a fan, so it was kind of a kind of an easy pick for me. And if you liked the first one and you picked it up on my recommendation, then I don't know how you could go wrong with King Kashing Two. King Kashing, that's spelled like King Space Cashing, it's like C H, or sorry, C A S S H I N G uh, Two. It's on the App Store now, and uh, it's doing pretty well. And reviewing well as well. I seem to not be the only person who likes it. That's always good. All right. A couple of apps for you. That'll tide you guys over. Um, hope you enjoyed it. I'll be doing more of these uh, while we figure out what we're doing the next couple of weeks or so. So uh, stay tuned for that. My goal is probably one every couple of days. One of these on a Thursday because they're short. Uh, and then one maybe on a Tuesday and just kind of spread them out a little bit. Uh, let me know your feedback. You can find us on the web. At appslappy.com. Of course, uh, re- at reply us on Twitter. We're always uh, listening to Twitter responses. Also, if you see any good deals around, we're happy to retweet those on apps that are on sale or whatever. Uh, if you have your own app and you'd like to promote it, that's a great way to do that as well. That's at appslappy. And uh, you can email us, appslappy at gmail.com. Happy to uh, talk to you guys there. What else? That's it. Uh, I'll get out of here and get out of your hair. Be back next week. Thank you guys for hanging out. And keep on buying apps because that's fun. Slappy.